0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Print-On-Demand cast. Each week, join Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print-on-demand industry and equip you with the tools, advice, and strategy you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's show.
1: Hey everybody. Welcome back to the Print-On-Demand cast. Welcome back to Travis's backyard. When I say welcome back you've never been here before. Welcome to... <laughs> Travis's backyard, as That's we right. can see, as you can see, things are a little different. Uh, I thought we'd uh, kind of post up, try to do a fire. When I tell you that this whole set has gone through multiple iterations,
0: you're I'm not kidding. Not lying.
1: Um, there's we tried a lot of different stuff. Try to be cool and have a fire pit. Logistically, it just didn't work. And uh, the sun is uh, is going to disappear. So we thought we'd make the best of what we have
0: mm-hmm. and uh, have, we some have some cigars, some, cigars. And some
1: whiskey, yes. And talks in front of
0: demand As a matter of fact, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Stranahan's, yes. uh, the original single malt whiskey of the Rocky Mountains.
1: Yes, delicious, delicious. Love tasty. me some Stranahan's, Travis.
0: How's it going? And thank you for opening up your your uh, your casa. Your boat. You're welcome. I mean, um, you texted me earlier today, and you said um, I don't have a place to record because mm-hmm. my office, my new office, doesn't have walls. So it's true. I took pity on you. And yes. uh, opened up my my home here. We had dinner with my lovely wife yes. and my children Delicious. earlier, and and uh, so here we are sitting down in the backyard. Um, when are you going to have walls? <laughs> <laughs> soon, hopefully,
1: uh, not soon enough. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but yeah, I had to, had to pivot a little bit. I had plans to record there in the office, and then uh, Jason was like, "Hey, we have a second shift person coming in tonight," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, so I guess I'm not recording." He's kicked you're out, saying, not here. So I'm kicked out. Uh, but a little, a little piece of uh, insight kind of behind the curtain for all the people. Mm-hmm. This is the backyard where the POD cast was born. This really is where was. we sat over there at that fire pit that we tried to but implement you, for, this, you can't it, see. <laughs> for this broadcast <laughs> and talked about what we wanted the POD cast to be. So I think that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, a
0: little trivia. Yeah. For the people almost 50 episodes in and mm-hmm. uh, we're kind of back to our roots. That's if, right. If you know um, but things have changed. On yes. print on demand cast. Yes. There are new things afoot. There are many, um, many new things yeah. uh, coming uh, at the one year
1: mark, uh, mm-hmm. which were what I think four episodes away from fifty-two, which is That's, the one year. That right? snuck up on us. It is. Yeah, wow. it, was, it was quick. I did not see that happening that fast for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, new things are happening. New things afoot. Uh, there's a new aesthetic. Perhaps some merch. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But we're very excited. Uh, to bring that to you guys so we're not going to give too much away. Anyway, we're going to have some surprise. There's going to be some mystery left in this world. Mm-hmm. So before we go any further, uh, Travis, we implemented, you brought it to my attention. We we said it was going to be a weekly segment, but then we actually put in an episode yeah. <laughs> without that weekly segment in there.
0: <laughs> but this week's Dad Joke of the Week. Time for the weekly Dad Joke. What's the Dad Joke of the Week this week, Josiah? Mm-hmm. Get a nice puff on that cigar. I'm going to take a sip of this hands whiskey. I recently took a poll hmm. and found that 100% of people are
1: angry when the tent collapses. <laughs> and that's been this mm. week's Dad Joke of the Week. <laughs> 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 so last week's episode, Travis, we had Cole Lundstrom on talking about screen printing. It was a little deviation from what we usually do, only because we never had a screen printer on. Right, yeah. So that was the first... Of its kind here. But uh, at the end of that interview, things were kind of uh, hustle and bustle over there at his yeah. uh, st- his storefront there because he was going to a Women of Weed event I know. there in Los <laughs> Angeles, which is only a few places in the nation uh, that that could happen. And yes, Colorado and California are at least one of, or you know, two of those locations. It happened to California. That's right. But you reached out to Cole mm-hmm. because you wanted to know if there was anything that might be worth
0: sharing about this woman and <laughs> weed event. That's right. Yeah. I, I just sent him an email and I said, I thought it'd be really funny to kind of follow up with that. Cause that's, It's such you know we don't have a lot of guests on our show that are going to women and weed events. No, you know to print merch. I mean, and that's what he was doing. Basically, he was going there to kind of be the merch provider at the event. And they had you know they they basically did live screen printing. So they had their pre printed screens that they brought there with you know a, a manual press and they set it all up and and so I emailed him and I asked him you know how would that how did that go? It might be funny to follow up on the podcast. So I I literally copy and pasted it into our. Uh, show notes here i'm going to read it to you because it was really funny he said the two events went really well the funny part though was that people were so high they walked up ordered at our station then they would just wander away without their shirts because they literally forgot why they were standing there (laughs) we had 27 (laughs) shirts at the end of the night from people that just ordered and walked away stoned (laughs) that is
1: hilarious and not all that
0: surprising right exactly um
1: (laughs) You know, have you, should you have ever dabbled in uh, the ganja? You know <laughs> that uh, lost time is, is a real thing. Mm. Uh, so I can understand why people would be like, yeah, I'll have that shirt. And then they're like, why am I here again? <laughs> I had a bag of Doritos and they just walk away for no reason. But that is hilarious, Cole. Thank you. For that update Uh, Glad to hear that everything went well And Mm -hmm. hopefully you found a home For those 27 shirts that (laughs) belong to stone people Who just randomly walked away Uh, So we're going to go into something Travis, this week's uh, Point of Interest Mm -hmm.
0: The Point of Interest The part of the show Where you may discover something That you were not previously aware of it's the point of interest a little
1: bit different because we have a contest we do we have the vexels contest to decide who is the winner travis how many entries
0: were there uh, when it was all said and done for this contest at the end there were five people Mm. that either bought an annual or a lifetime membership to Vexels and one of those people is going to get their entire registration or their entire Re-fund. subscription fee refunded. So Re- we've got funded. Timothy, Charles, Anthony, Lars, and Christopher. Christopher.
1: Yeah, so first of all guys, uh thank you so much for for participating in the contest yeah. and congratulations cuz Vexels is awesome. So I'm excited to see what it can do for your business and please uh, Printonauticast dot com slash Facebook. Let us know the things that you do, how you implement, how yeah. you resort how you use that resource in your business. We're very excited to hear about it, but we're even more excited to give something away. That's
0: right.
1: So, so good give luck. A to refund you five. away. So we've entered the five names mm-hmm. in this handy dandy website called commonpicker.com dot com, and uh, we're not sponsored by Square, but they are. <laughs> but they are. So <laughs> so what we're gonna do here. Is we're going to hit start, we're going to pick a random scroll, name. Scroll up and, and show that them person. that we entered them all in. Oh, that's right. i got to delete my name. <laughs> there <laughs> so they there are. are. There's all the, uh, the names that we said would be there. We didn't want to dox anybody and put last names and addresses. Right. That's just for us. <laughs> so we're going to scroll down <laughs> and hit uh, the pick a random name. We're going to hit the start button. So here we go. Three, two, two one. one. Good luck. Who is it going to be?
0: Timothy, Woo! all
1: right, Timothy. Congratulations <laughs> on your uh, your winning the contest. Yeah, uh, very excited for you. So, Travis, what's next for Timothy? What does he need to do? So, in Tim- order to basically, claim the prize? W-
0: what'll happen is I'm going to contact Vexels tomorrow. So you'll probably you might actually find that find out that you won before this. That's kind of be anticlimactic. Yeah, can we delay that. I don't know, man. I, they asked me for the name like last week. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Timothy, well, pretend you're surprised. Yeah. Everyone
1: else. <laughs> Everyone else will be surprised and jealous. Um, <laughs> but you can just, you can feign excitement, please. Exactly. So uh, well, I'll,
0: I'll send them the name and uh, they will reach out to you. Um, if you haven't heard anything, uh, you know, within the next week, which I can't imagine, they're very attentive over there. Uh, if you haven't heard anything, please reach out to us info at printondemandcast.com. We'll make sure that uh, you. Have your full... I'm not sure if you got the annual or the yearly or or the uh, lifetime, but whichever you got, it's free, man. So I hear the annual and
1: yearly are the same
0: thing. (laughs) Yeah, little bird. Huh.
1: Uh, That one. That one. Told told me. Uh, So, yeah, uh, congratulations again, Timothy. And Travis, you were saying if people still want to leverage this opportunity Mm -hmm. to at least get Vexels to resources, they can still do that. They just won't get a cool contest and their name won't be in a random name. Right.
0: I don't even know if our... uh, I don't even know if our, our website is still up there, uh, but we will confirm that before in the show notes. You can still go to vexels.com. We still have an affiliate link if you're interested in um, even just getting on the monthly plan and just testing it out. That's totally fine. Either uh, printondemandcast.com slash vexels. If they've taken that down, we will re, We will relink that to our yeah. uh, just the basic standard uh, page that you can go to and check that out. So printondemandcast.com slash vexels. All right. And
1: that does it for this week's point of interest again timothy congratulations yep
0: it's about time for the thing you've been waiting for the main event
1: all right travis main event time for this week's episode and you were talking about you know you went on the group and you had kind of welcomed some of the newer uh members of the facebook group yep and uh, while we were talking just before dinner um because we planned these things, these topics so far in so advance, far in advance. Uh, weeks about three hours
0: actually. So no, weeks. we were months, talking, <laughs> years. Yeah, we were talking about. Remember the whole fire pit thing over mm-hmm, here? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when we actually talked about this very show.
1: Yeah, it was before before time. Is was, my nose growing, congested a little bit. It's yeah. about past your bill. So, uh, so we wanted to talk about something because we realized that you know someone had commented on the welcome post and said that they're just starting out, and so we're like, man. What are some things that we wish we would have known mm-hmm. when we were just starting out? Yeah. You know, you know, for, for you, how long for me, for us in the print on demand space, at least it's been I think three years for yeah. you. Three, four years, so yeah. Four years about the same. So if we could go, you know, back in time, hop in the DeLorean and fire up the gigawatts and, and tell three years ago, Travis and Josiah, some things. What would be like the top six things that we wish we knew Mm -hmm. before we entered the print-on-demand space?
0: Well, the very first one is not even on our list. I would say immediately subscribe to the print-on-demand cast and go leave a five-star review. That's
1: actually a very strong, (laughs) strong recommendation. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't know why you wouldn't. And then four years ago, Josiah and Travis wouldn't have been able to find it, but... They would know. They would. it come across. It would be. It would be prophetic, mm-hmm. in, in a sense. Uh, but yeah, seriously. Um, you know, if you're just starting out and you're listening, thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, you are part of the reason why we started this podcast because when we were in your shoes, we wished we had a resource like this to leverage and glean off of mm-hmm. to kind of avoid some potholes. So this episode uh, specifically is going to be six things we wish that we would have known that now you will know and even have a head start on us from three years ago. and right. um, We are very excited to see where this print-on-demand journey takes you. So the first thing, Travis, uh, I would say is treat it like a business before it becomes a business. I know for you and I, yeah. uh, we both started these things out of our properties or houses. Yeah, And there is this weird thing sometimes when you work from home that it, no matter what you do, it just feels like a hobby because you're not... Yeah, there's no commute. There's no office. There's no. You're at your house. You're just yeah. There's no like yeah. You just feel like it was at your house. So so what what would you say you know, mm-hmm. treating it like a business before it
0: becomes one? How would that would have benefited you four years ago? I think. I mean, I obviously had. St- I'm I'm going to back up even further to when I actually started just selling online because sure. when I was first selling online, um, I think part of treating it like a business is getting that business checking account, you know, don't yeah. run it through your personal you yeah. know, thing. There are enough tax benefits to having your own business. I mean, go to your state um, website, your secretary of state website for your mm-hmm. local, for your state and, and see what it takes to start a business. In a lot of places, it's like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 right. bucks, something right. like that. You start a business, you get what's called an EIN number. It's an employee identification number. And that, then you take that and you can start a business. And then what you can do on your taxes is you can get deductions. (laughs) So, you know, if you use internet for your business, Mm -hmm. that is technically a a deduction. Now, you know, you're going to need to, we're not tax experts and, and we don't pretend to be, but you can get deductions on those things. You can get deductions if, um, you know, on, on a lot of kind of things that you would already use anyway, um, and all of a sudden it's pre-tax money that you're you're paying that with which is yeah. really really an awesome benefit that we have uh specifically in the US obviously I don't know how it is overseas but in the US we have this amazing ability to to um to really uh save a lot of money in taxes because yeah. of having a business but you got to do it right so that's like the first part but you you were kind of talking about more like how to treat it in your, like your personal space and your personal like life and, and how to maybe, maybe even like plan set hours, you know, like I'm only going to work from this time to this time, but I'm going to work during this time and this time. And I'm not going to be checking Facebook unless I'm searching, you know, looking for a, you know, an answer to a problem I have or something like that, that is directly related to what I'm doing. Um, But really treating it like a business, like these hours, are going to pay you in the future. A lot of times we go to the we go to a job and we you know, we punch the clock or whatever and we work our hours and we're done and we got paid for all of those hours the yeah. exact same amount. Yeah. With a business, with any business, but particularly with a print on demand business, you're not going to see that money coming in for quite a while. Sure. But the more mo- more time that you put in now, the more money you're going to get later. Yeah. And that's guaranteed because you work once and then it pays you for I have mugs that have made me thousands of dollars. You know, thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars that took me, you know, 10 minutes to design and another 10 minutes to, to put on Amazon or right. Walmart or whatever. Right. So uh, think in those terms and really set yourself up for success with your schedule. I yeah. don't know. Are there some other things you're yeah, thinking of? No, I,
1: that would definitely be my thing uh, for sure, because as I alluded to for we sort of talking about this. It's easy to feel like, it, especially if you're just working from home, which a lot of, that's how a lot of it starts. You know, you're starting a put on a business, you're probably running a lot of it at your house or mm-hmm. you're out, you're drop shipping a lot of stuff, outsourcing everything. So it can feel uh, like it's not a, a big boy business as mm-hmm. a term that we use frequently here on the show. Right. Uh, but it is important to delegate and to assign your hours and to work like those, that's like, it's your actual, like you're at, you're working for someone else. Because the reality is, what is that saying? Entrepreneurs are the only people that will work 80 hours a week to eventually only work four or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like so, so you're setting yourself up for success. You're so you're paving the road for the people that you will hire eventually in your business as it begins to expand. But then right. you get to have the benefits of well now you're owning and now you can set your own schedule. And so you it's a long term investment. And nothing about the print-on-demand space is a get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> and if you see something like that yeah. on a Facebook ad, I would just click the other way. Yes, uh, exactly. Basically, so I think that's one thing to keep in mind too. The next thing, Travis, uh, what you brought up, the first thing you said, when we were making this list. <laughs> SKUs are important. SKUs
0: uh, are important.
1: Why are they important? And uh, what is there is there a strategy uh, to naming your SKUs in the most effective?
0: Yeah. We did an episode quite a while ago. I think it was episode 10 when I talked about kind of my back end Mm -hmm. process of like how I hold my designs and how I name my SKUs. And, um, and, uh, that's something that I wish I would have done right from the beginning. And the reason for that is simple. Like as much as you can be organized in the beginning, you will thank yourself a thousand times over in the future. Um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of that same concept of like, it is. It's one of those things. I wish I would have known when I started, you know, make sure all those SKUs are in a spreadsheet. Make sure yeah. they're all linked to the designs that are associated with those SKUs. Make sure you have the the titles to all the different things, you know, all of those things that you're going to eventually need to find. It's it's one thing when you have 50, 50 designs. Sure. 50, it's another thing when you have 50,000. Yeah, no, that's
1: true. <laughs> it, it, you have to think of, of scalability on yeah. a lot of this stuff because uh, you know, when you're starting out and I, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, so you, know, right? I, you have you have, you know, a half ass system that works when you mm-hmm. have 50 SKUs. Yeah. And then you you're trying to make that work when you've got five thousand and fifty thousand. So you have to have something with scalability in mind, right. knowing that you're going to have to kind of revise it and revamp it. But keep in mind that it's a living, breathing thing mm-hmm. and you need to keep in mind that it's going to get bigger
0: yeah Uh, so so that's definitely and then one other thing i'll say about that is that if you've already started and you've already established kind of a a system because we did we established a system for our stuff and then when we had a few hundred i established it because i was like oh i can't just keep doing this and you know just saving them as the you know in dropbox as the name of whatever design i need a system so i quick created one and at about a thousand products i realized oh this system is not adequate for what i'm gonna need (laughs) and so i had to go back to the drawing board but i had a thousand listings that i had to like go through and like change and put in different places and link the art in different ways and all of that and and i'm so glad that i did that at a thousand and i didn't wait until i had ten thousand you know or five or whatever um or even two thousand i mean just rip off the band-aid as quickly as you can to get organized
1: yeah you'll thank yourself uh, I've been I've been revamp I've been rewatching uh, How I Met Your Mother, and this this <laughs> is this ties in. So I've been rewatching it, and one there's one episode in particular when when they're talking about a problem that they have, mm-hmm. and they decide unilaterally, well, you know what, that's future Ted and future Marshall's problem. Let them worry about it. Mm. And then when it comes up, they're like, oh, past Ted and past Marshall really screwed us on that one. <laughs> so future you, yeah, will thank you uh, yeah. for for establishing those things. I do not just say, "Well, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do it when I have to." If you do things preemptively, you will break your arm patting yourself on the back for doing it the right way from the outset for sure. Totally, um, Travis. What's next, man? What's another thing you wish you knew going into this whole well, business model? Yeah,
0: I think, um, particularly for the drop shipper, um, you know, when you're looking for a supplier, I think something that I didn't necessarily really focus on but samples matter Mm -hmm. (laughs) um make sure that you know what your customers are getting because Mm -hmm. if you skip that step you just never know what kind of angry emails you're going to get from your customers and so you know it depends on it doesn't necessarily it doesn't depend on what you're selling it it depends on who's who's printing it i mean i've i've printed my own coffee mugs, I printed my own shirts. I've also had outsourcers do it. Yeah. And I'll get returns of certain things occasionally. And those products that I outsource look totally different yeah. than when I was doing them myself. Not necessarily good, better or worse, but sure. I'm just saying they're different, which tells me that they're not, there's, there's not only going to be differences in like the way they print them or, or, or whatever, but there could also be quality differences that, um, could really screw me, yeah. <laughs> you know, when I'm using a new supplier and I just kind of go, Oh, I want to add this new product to my thing. And this, there's only one person that sells it. So I'm just going to go ahead and make it live on my site and start selling right. it. Right. I've heard a lot. In fact, I remember Brittany Lewis coming on here, telling, mm-hmm. telling us about somebody who, they changed something on their website and it, it messed everything up. And so yeah. uh, some of that stuff can happen as well as like just quality issues. Yep, You need to know what kind of quality people have yeah. um, before you start putting your name on
1: it. Yeah, for sure. And you don't even – you don't think that you know, every shirt or every trucker hat is created equal either mm-hmm. because I know that – Guild and soft styles fit differently than Abella, and differently yep. from the next level. Yep. We recently had an incident with us where we were fulfilling some trucker hats, uh pong trucker hats, black foam, and it turns out that there's a trucker hat shortage there across is a truckle- the nation. You know what? We should uh, call
0: this section right here. Apparel rants.
1: <laughs> oh, we should. Apparel <laughs> rants. We do have a bumper for that. Yeah, we do. All right. It just it just played. Oh, good. Didn't you hear? It? I was going to tell you to hit it again. Oh, okay. Okay. Apparel rants. So, okay, apparel rants. There, there is. Uh, we're sneaking in another segment. Uh, it's like the Tonight Show. Uh, <laughs> we're sneaking in another segment. Uh, there is a trucker hat shortage, uh, specifically with yep. u For some reason, I've been able to find Richardson some. Is the same Richardson. Yep. I've been able to find some Richardson that's in stock. I've been able to find some a brand called Value Cap. I've saw them, uh, yeah. yeah, they're actually we've really been nice. looking around too. Value Cap <laughs> is like kind of like a white label u Okay, so it's really nice. I nice. just got 450 of them in yesterday. Wow! Or it's Friday, so uh, they're they're good, uh, a good a good replacement. I did uh, in a pinch order some ure the Colorado O U R A Y ure 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 How do you pronounce it? So uh, <laughs> language of origin, please. So. We ordered those. Uh, did in you a see pinch. that? That was an did. owl. Yeah, I thought it was going to take my cigar. That was an owl out yes. of my hand.
0: The things you, the more you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry if it's getting dark. It's just it's going to get darker.
1: Yeah, we're we're doing our best. We just had a damn nature, you're scary moment. <laughs> <where> <laughs> owl almost took took our head off. Uh,
0: so okay, back I, to I, your yes, u-ray. Back u-ray. to how you
1: say ure. Okay. Uh, we had a bunch of orders piling up. Yupong was not available. Yupong, the manufacturer, has said uh, we have 70,000 back orders and we're not making any promises as to when we're ever going to make them available for the general public. <laughs> so just so you're aware, uh, so I, I ordered these Uray, Uray uh, hats in a pinch uh, and didn't think anything of it. And, wah, then, I, wah, ah, wah. and then I tried them on hmm. a month after uh, we had been sending just a plethora of them out. Oh no! And another—I have a huge head. Another huge little bit of trivia for you guys uh, watching and listening. So the fact that a hat doesn't fit me isn't bizar- isn't weird. Uh, <laughs> but this hat was like a yarmulke, <laughs> and I knew, I knew immediately that there were going to be issues. And sure mm. enough, our client that we were fulfilling was like, "Hey, I got a—you send me a sample of this hat. Doesn't fit my head." what is happening? And I'm like, no, he's like, we got to, you got to stop this right now. I'm like, crap. So I had to go on a mad scramble. If I would have just gotten one in, test printed it, tried it on, sampled it. I would have avoided that issue. And yeah, I might've had a little bit of a longer lead time on these orders, but that's easier to manage those expectations than having people say, hey, my hat doesn't fit. I'm not a, I'm not a practicing Jew. I don't need a yarmulke. (laughs) Um, So I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Um, so yeah, sampling is huge and Mm -hmm. you find out sizing differences, quality differences. Uh, and like Travis said, you know, if someone's drop shipping stuff for you, you want to check that out because you might just be clicking on something on a, on a website to drop ship, but is it poly dominant? Is it cotton dominant? You need to see how they, how they print it. Is it quality? What does it look like? So sampling is not only for you knowing what your customers are getting, but even if you are fulfilling for people. I can we can we've talked about this before offering samples is also huge because for the mm-hmm. same reason the the client knows a little bit of QL a little quality control uh, I don't know what QL stands for <laughs> QC uh, <laughs> quality control uh, to make sure that everything is uh, is copacetic yeah. so s- samples are huge right and uh, you're welcome for We crammed a segment into that one I know it was awesome so, it was really good the next one consider bringing things in-house when the volume justifies, just consider it. Mm-hmm. So Travis, why would you have wanted to know that four years ago? Was it like a, uh, you felt like you had to, if you drop shipped, you had to drop ship everything and not half and half or what was that?
0: Yeah, I think, I, I like? think for me it was kind of, it was kind of the opposite thing. I was, I just started doing mugs, you know, and, sure. and, and I didn't really even know that there was options to do all of these other things until, um, you know, much, much later. And so I, I could say, consider drop shipping. If you're only doing one product, you know, I I think this can go both ways, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So if you're like just doing one product in your house, you're doing like vinyl or something with a, you know, you got a cricket, you know, or something and you're cutting some vinyl and, and, um, that was a really smoky one thing. I know you're welcome. (laughs) Um, you know, you're only doing that. Consider drop shipping, but, and on the, but on the other side, I think, you know, when you're doing a lot of these products, um, I think you get so into, uh, you know, so into like create more, create more, create more products, more products, more products, more products. Um, occasional, I mean, this is going to be for the person that, um, wants to maybe make this more than just a side hustle. Sure. But I think, you know, at some point it does make sense when you, um, when you start getting the orders, you start getting kind of a name for yourself as somebody who can do things. Mm-hmm. Um, it might make sense to start looking at, well, what is a machine to do this cost? And I could bring it in-house because all of a sudden you gain all of the control sure. over not only not only just the production process, but the sales process, mm-hmm. really. I mean, the sales process, you know, customer sign on the dotted line is going to be the same but the customer experience can be very, very different sure. if they're dealing with you directly as right. you are in the process of the production. Yeah, and your margins will benefit. Yeah, of course, bringing it in in house. Right? Yes, so you're no longer utilizing a middleman. You're
1: going like they're going straight to you. You're going straight to them, mm-hmm. and it's a win-win. And like Travis said, the customer experience can be so much better because if they have a question, film a question, quality question, you're not having to search answers from your drop shipper. Mm-hmm. You have the answers
0: right there, right there. Because, so immediately you can answer them.
1: Yeah. So quicker turnaround, quicker customer service. It just, it's a, it's a really beneficial when that time comes, you know, I'm sure there is, there is a, a bar that you can probably assess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is it time to bring shirts in house? Is it time to bring mugs in house or, mm-hmm. you know, what does that look like? And maybe and just start with person. one
0: thing. You yeah. don't have to bring everything in house at the same time. Right. Um, you know, maybe bring your bestseller. Because all of a sudden, you know, you have this bestseller, best-selling product, and all of a sudden your margins go way, way down, yeah. and that may justify that next step in your business, you know, journey right. to where you could work a few less hours at your regular job, sure. or even potentially even quit it. Yeah, you know, if that's if that's a goal, because I mean, production isn't. Um, it it's not magical <laughs> you still have to actually work what? so it's yeah you don't get to sit on the beach and it's drink. not self-print you know it is not oh, it is not self-print it's that whole 80 hours to work four hours remember right. that. remember okay. that okay 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 right.
1: so it's not automated completely you have to actually be there and work it this is news i'm making notes uh so the next thing travis uh would be other pod sellers are not competition. Mm. We've talked about this, and it's one thing that uh I, I noticed first, um, in the Amazon space. Yeah, I, I guess from the background that we come from, as far as we're, we've we are both been worship leaders in the church world, and, and sometimes some people aren't as quick to share things that grew their team or congregation with other churches in every it's industry. A, it's a weird, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, so Amazon. I noticed that there were a lot of people willing to give information Mm -hmm. to help you be successful. Yeah. In hindsight, it's you know because who's gonna? Not everyone acts on that information, right? In this instance, in this instance, while that is also a a part of it, you realize that there's like Travis and I. We have two completely different uh, companies. We're doing a podcast together, but when I have a client that needs something laser engraved. Mm -hmm. I can ask Travis, hey, can you make this happen? What would the charge be? And I don't have to turn business away because I don't view Travis as competition. He does things that I don't do Mm -hmm. and vice versa that we can help each other out with. And then Mm -hmm. everyone benefits and you're not having to turn down business when you make connections at the trade shows or locally or chamber of commerce meetings. And you meet other people who can do things that aren't in your wheelhouse. You can glean a lot off of them, not only Experience wise, but you can also immediately expand your product
0: catalog. Yeah. So there's um, a screen printer that has a, a shop on the way to my shop from my house, and I pass it almost every day. And I'm, I, you know, kept for months, I was like, I need to start, I need to stop in there, I need to stop in there, I need to stop in there. And I finally did. I finally, you know, pulled my car over. It was probably, it was, I had to go home for something, and I was coming back to the office. is probably two o'clock or something in the afternoon. And I just, stopped in and I talked to TJ at, uh, this screen print place. And, and we probably talked for 20, 30 minutes, you know, we exchanged business cards and because he does, he does embroidery. He has Melco machines. Um, he does screen printing of course. Um, and then I think that was about it, but he does a lot of like applique that we talked about that Mm -hmm. Tate was experimenting Mm -hmm. with like back of jerseys and stuff. And he has like some big contracts with, uh, the city of Broomfield, um, some of their football teams, their youth football teams and stuff. So he was, he was actually in the middle of the process. He showed me all that stuff. So not a week later, I get a phone call from a guy. He's like, Hey, I need, you know, 10 wrestling shirts for this wrestling tournament that we're doing, but I need them like tomorrow. Is there any possible way you can get these for me tomorrow? Because I'm going, I'm leaving town, you know, at 4 p.m. tomorrow to drive up to this thing, and it so happened it was a slow week. We had, you know, we had the ability to do it, and so um, when he finally came to pick up the shirts, I said, "So how did you, you know, how did you contact it? How did you hear about us?" He was like, "Oh, TJ over at the place. He couldn't, you know, he's like ten shirts right. isn't big enough for right. me to screen print. Plus, I can't get them done in a day. I've got too many other things. But I know this guy who does DTG. He does a digital printing thing. Yeah. And here's his number. And he gave me his number." I didn't ask TJ to do that. Right. Uh, And that was a customer that he basically turned away and gave to me. Yeah. Uh, You know, I mean, so we're not in competition with these guys. There is a, such a collaboration in the print on demand community Um, And you see it in all these different Facebook groups that are out there. So many people asking questions and helping people. I mean, that's one of the main reasons we've started this podcast was to collaborate, to get to interview people like Cole, who's doing, you know, lots of business in a totally different industry. All the other interviews that we've had, all of these people that have unique um, experiences in print on demand and just apparel in general. Um, It's been incredibly enriching to both of us personally and, and in our businesses. And I think that's what we mean when we say POD sellers are not your competition. Sure. There is a collaboration that can happen. That's freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: definitely a paradigm shift from
1: a lot of other industries. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's lots of, you know, like, like my sister, uh, she makes, you know, really good banana pudding Mm -hmm. when someone asks for the recipe. She gives it to them and leaves out two of the key ing- ingredients <laughs> so they can never replicate That's her so banana mean. pudding. I oh, know. hurts I my heart. A, I think it's a southern thing. She yeah. lives in Alabama. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so a lot, a lot of businesses are like that. Well, yeah, well, yeah. kind of maybe, but I'm not going to give you all of it. And it's a paradigm shift that you have to have, and, and you'll, you'll definitely uh, be the beneficiary, yeah. beneficiary of it. Uh, the next thing is uh, keep your sales funnel filled. Keep fishing. Yep. Uh, I've I've been uh, you know when we first started when we first got our DTG printer we were actually at S G I A in Vegas. Oh Remember? yeah, yeah, that was a fun show. And I stayed up one night and built this dude's store because yeah. he had a podcast and and uh, I'm a professional wrestling fan. So in the professional wrestling world, the guy he was doing a podcast with is really well known, and I had known other professional or podcasts in that same space that had done bonkers numbers with their merch because uh, I knew people who were on the inside of the whole production. So when this guy's like, I took a swing, I randomly just said, hey, you have no reason to say yes, but give us a shot. He said yes, and I was like, in my mind, oh, I was, it was set. It was done. Whatever. <laughs> this is it. First one, Yay! boom. <clears throat> Nailed the big fish, and uh, just like I'm sure all of you fishermen know, it doesn't matter how big the fish is, eventually your family eats all the meat, and you have to keep fishing right. for the next meal. And it was very much the same way. Realizing that not all clients are created equal, and a lot even in the TikTok space, um, the the pattern is they hit for two or three weeks really mm-hmm. heavy because yeah. it's new, yep. But they don't know how to continue marketing, and the sales drop off a cliff, yep. And you gotta keep the sales funnel filled because no matter what, there, there's gonna be ebbs and flows, yeah. So you constantly even even with us, we have a client that's doing really well, moving to a new space. We're still fishing. Because mm-hmm. that volume is going to
0: fluctuate, so right. you
1: you have to keep it filled and realize that one client's not going to be yeah the it, end
0: all be all yeah it's definitely I mean it's it it goes without saying that uh, I mean in any sales training you'll ever do they talk about your pipeline yeah you know and they talk about making sure you have a pipeline you know your pipeline is filled or. Yeah you know, in the whole, um, you know, the sales funnel is that you have people, at all the different levels of the sales funnel, you have them in the top where they're just kind of like thinking about it, maybe, maybe need something. And then they kind of enter that funnel and they f- literally funnel down into actually making a purchase, right. but you need people in all of those different areas at all times. And yeah. so you can't just, um, focus all of your efforts on one part of that funnel. Because what'll happen is, as you can imagine, the rest of that funnel—if it doesn't have things coming down—eventually it'll dry up, yep. and you don't have that continued that continued business. I think that that really does go without saying, but it's it's something that I don't know that um, I don't know that I knew it as well as I know it now. Sure, you know. Yeah, it's like it's one of those things. Like, well, yeah,
1: of course, like I get it. But mm-hmm. when you're in the moment and it's all new, and it's a new venture there's this tendency to just kind of, well, I, I got one client, he's doing good volume and yeah, I, I'm set. I'm just going to ride this gravy tray. And then like you said, it all dries up. So you have to keep that funnel continually going, keep some stuff flowing through it yeah. at all times. Yep. Um, Cause otherwise you'll find yourself suddenly your volumes and you, you have sales is such a huge part of, especially if you are wanting to fulfill for other people. Um, yeah you know, if you're just drop shipping and having people, you know, fill your own that. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's a different, that's thing. different. But if you're trying to seek out people to fulfill merch for, mm-hmm. um, that, that's a huge thing to keep in mind for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something that you know, we've been doing these markets, these farmers markets. And um, one of the things somebody said to me to today, actually, <laughs> when I was on the phone with him, it was actually uncle Mike. I was talking to uncle Mike. Today. Hey, and um, he was saying, do you think that, you know, that's going to dry up, you know, and, and I had actually been thinking about that, you know, these, you know, we've done it for, I think we've done two markets, three times, both, and they've been really successful. We've made a decent amount of money, made a lot of contacts, got a couple of wholesale orders, couple other kind of orders um, have some people to follow up with. But um, it has occurred to me that right now we're kind of the new kid on the block. You that- know, we've not been at this farmer, these farmers markets oh, before oh, and they're oh. like, what was that? Oh, oh, oh! All right, good. Yeah. That's the right stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, so, but once we're not the new kid on the block, no, not the again. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, once we're not, um, you know, are people going to just walk on bias because they've seen us there? We're kind of, you know, we're yeah. like everybody else, and sure. so maybe the sales go down. Maybe you know, maybe that's not the case. Maybe there's enough new blood, you know, at these markets yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely occurred to me that you know, if we're not um, maybe even looking at new markets, because then we would, again, be the new kid on the block. Sure. Oh, oh, oh. And we could go into those markets and maybe get some new, uh, you know, some some new exposure that we right. didn't have from these other ones. So um, it's it's kind of a similar thing right. with, uh, you know, with keeping your pipeline filled. It's just like exploring new markets. Sure. Uh, literally, <laughs> you know, so for example, if you're only selling on Amazon, um, maybe it's time to start looking at Etsy or vice versa. You know, If you're only selling on Etsy, maybe it's time to look into Walmart or right. you know some of these other channels, some of these other markets to continue to to grow your pipeline sure. um, and your sales ultimately.
1: Yeah. All right, so we have a bonus one. Oh, a bonus. A bonus. Ooh. A bonus thing that we wish... well, well actually, we knew it. But we're going <laughs> to talk about it anyway. If you're going to trade shows, if you're going to these... Conventions, mm-hmm.
0: SGIA, and
1: um, uh, which is Printing United. Now. Yeah, Printing United. MBM is also something different. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: what's the one in? Um, oh gosh, the one that we talked about, Long Beach. ISS,
1: ISS, ISS. Yes, not ISIS.
0: No, not that one. Nope, not ISS.
1: Worst convention ever. Food was good though. Uh, so, so no ISS, uh, yeah. we're canceled. ISS, yes, we uh, you know, all of these are in trade shows. Make sure you have a road wife. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what, even in the Amazon space, uh, mm-hmm. Travis uh, refers to me as his Google. Travis, I want to explain to the people why you you call me your your Google? Yeah.
0: So every time, uh, every time we're out. And uh, about, and particularly the one time that I think kind of the name clicked, we were in Wisconsin and we were in Milwaukee and we, we had plans to do a business meeting. And then we were going to <clears throat> go to a Monday night football game yep. at Lambeau field, yep. green Bay Packers. And it was, it was really a cool experience. It was super fun. Took a lot of pictures. Took the tour the next day. If you ever do Lambeau Field, you have do, to do the, the freaking tour. It's, it's so worth it. Yeah. So anyway, we're in Milwaukee. We're you know I don't know if it's pre or post meeting or whatever. We're hanging out, um, you know, doing some doing some stuff, going to some places and having drinks and whatever. And I I say I wonder how long it would take us like how long it would take us to get to Lambo if we just left right now. Cause the game was like the next day or whatever. And I just, you know, just pondering that <laughs> and not, not five seconds later, my personal Google over here has it on his phone. He's like, it will take one hour and 46 minutes to get to the Lambo field. <laughs> and he does that yeah. all the time. I'll just fun. randomly have a pondering, you know, I wonder that I think we're in Vegas once we're at Airbnb and you're like,
1: we're just going to be hot outside. And I was like, the high is going to be like 98, dudes. So I probably like wear shorts or something. Exactly. So that, again, was another example of uh, – I don't, I don't know why. I just feel like – I always tell my niece's nephew this. If you have a question, it's nice that the answer is literally in, in your pocket. pocket. So just just Google true. Uh, Travis and I have had a lot of uh, road stories, mm-hmm. road trips, yep. moments. Anyone that we feel, Travis, off the top of your head that is at least semi –
0: uh, appropriate safe, to sh- safe for the podcast Safe to share on the podcast i do remember that poor poor girl that was sitting eating nachos in front of us <laughs> at the game you remember yes, her yes so we
1: we were at uh we stayed at the airbnb called like the park shark or the yeah the, the, the park shark shark yeah yeah in in wisconsin the crazy thing about lambo if you don't know is it's literally in the middle of a residential neighborhood it's super cool there's there's just houses yeah. everywhere and these people uh, you know, of course, to make money, Airbnb their houses out, and there's cars parked on on lawns. Yep. I mean, it's it's nuts. So this place we're at, Park Shark, uh, he has this big tailgate party at the beginning of the night, and there's like I think there was like moonshine soaked maraschino cherries <laughs> that I remember having that were fantastic. Yep. So we we you know start there, and then you just walk to the stadium uh, because it's in walking distance. Yeah, it's so,
0: literally like 300 yards from his yeah. front door. <laughs> it's crazy. It is three football
1: fields away. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was a fun experience to play the Lions. Then I was a Monday night football game Mm -hmm. having a good time. And this girl and her friend (laughs) walk up and they sit in front of us and we're, you know, watching the game. It's a little cold and and having a good time. And uh this girl turns around and she looks at me and she goes, What what inning is it? And I said, it's the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, this is my, my birthday. It's my first NFL game. <laughs> and I said, it's a shame you're not going to remember it. <laughs> and, and so, and so uh, she sits there for the night. Her friend mm. leaves mm. and then Travis nudges me. It's as like we're, fourth we're, quarter. It's like fourth quarter. Yeah. We're like in the aisle, like getting rid of the, the Packers and loss. Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing that yeah. night, which was a bummer, but uh you nudge me and and tell them
0: the scene that this, you see this little this poor girl had a plate of nachos or a bag box of nachos just sitting there and she had kind of long hair and she just she basically just had it was almost like she had fallen asleep and you can't see me in the dark here but her face was down basically in her not not in her nachos but just right there and she was just it looked like she was either very sad she was just holding her nachos her face was down she was either very sad or very passed out. I'm not sure which. Either one. But yeah. we, we didn't know what to do, so yeah. we
1: snapped a picture. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was the only appropriate thing to do. Uh and, because it was it was really it was a funny sight to see. It was. And uh so that poor girl, hopefully she she was able to at least recall uh me warning her that she wouldn't remember <laughs> anything from that night so yeah. that that's just one of the stories. that was what one of the stories that's that's palatable yeah i feel like if we ever have any kind of bonus content paywall we can maybe divulge some other stories i don't think people uh, want to pay for that <laughs> I, don't I, think. I think they do i think people huh. want to hear i can uncle i can hear uncle mike now asking us for more stories <laughs> uh, so so yeah that's one but yeah no it, it, you know this is fun uh you know it's, it's always fun to do stuff uh, with with people with friends and you know mm-hmm. it's always better than doing it by yourself and especially for Travis and I that first the first trip to Portland we took which do you remember the moonshine place in Portland that that gave you and the Mason jars were like that big oh yeah do you remember that yeah after we had the Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. and we just kind of because our favorite thing to do is just go find some. Some dive, like some bars
0: just to go. Just find some unique place that, you know, we, obviously it's not a chain, you know, we're not going to find it in Colorado and we'd find this place. I remember that place. Yeah. I mean, there's so many stories like that. We just, I mean, we would find these really amazing food, like the actual food, the Mexican food we had that night was was outstanding. Yeah. So good. Uh, So, yeah, I think the point of this whole, like, you know, it kind of goes back to that whole, you're not competition. Right. You know, because not only do we have all these fun stories and fun memories and stuff, we've had amazing conversations about kind of the what if of print on demand and yeah. what if of our businesses. And I wonder if this would work. And what do you think about this idea? And all of those things that wouldn't have necessarily happened had I been alone in a hotel room. Right. You know, there's that cricket again. Yeah, there there is. Cricketing away. But thank you for turning on the light. By yeah, the way. no, you're welcome. Yeah.
1: So yeah, in fact, we met some awesome people in Vegas one time. Brian yeah. Clark and Apex, yep. putting down there in Utah. Fantastic people. Great dudes. Great dudes. Uh, yeah, that that was that was a whole another night that we'll maybe tell you a story another time. <laughs> uh, but
0: it was fun. So yeah, that I think, Travis. Anything else that you can think of? No, I think that's great. Kinda. I think we've 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 talked their ears off by now. Yeah. There's a plenty of things that we could probably make a list of ten or twenty things that we wish we knew would have known, but. You know, I think we've. I think, man, he really wants to get a hold of you, doesn't he? He sure does. Okay, well, you just tell him to wait. But that's the idea: is that you know, there's a million things that we wish we would have known. But if you, you know, kind of start with these things, and then if you have other things that you wish you would have known, of course, we would love for you to go on to our Facebook group and share that. Yes. Facebook.com.
1: No. No. com slash
0: facebook
1: There we yes. go join the conversation we tell you every week we want we want to have you guys there because like we said there's a lot of good conversations that can be had a lot of tips and tricks and advice mm-hmm. that can be had and that can be shared so please do that also as travis said the first thing that we would do uh we tell each other we tell ourselves in the past is to go to the pod cast and give it a five-star rating so yeah. please if you've enjoyed this content if you enjoyed this episode it's been a little loosey-goosey and mm-hmm. conversational we've had a good time uh, kind of uh, pivoting hmm. here we go pivot <laughs> pivot pivot uh, but it's been a good time so go to itunes leave us a five-star review it's always greatly greatly appreciated and as always we are available on all the major podcast platforms wherever there's podcasts the Podcast cast is there for you as well so right. with that being said until next time guys for travis and josiah thanks for joining us we'll see you next week right here on the Print On Demand Cast.
0: See ya. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand Cast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next week.